0: Everybody has a podcast, so I made one too. I am sitting here about to roll a joint. So if you hear a little extra noise and all that shit, I am sorry. So, we're going to get right into it. And I don't know if you guys have been to Walmart. You know, I haven't really been to Walmart in America in a couple years. I've been in Costa Rica living life (laughs) for the past three years. So I come back to America and... You can't leave Walmart without a receipt. Like. Bruh, they really want to see that receipt, bro. I lost my receipt. I'm talking about from the self-checkout line to the door, I lost my receipt. I had a heart attack. Almost. <laughs> I really got scared because, like, bruh, they're not going to let me leave this bitch without this goddamn receipt. Because I seen the lady... When I walk in, give give this old lady some problems. Like, no, ma'am, I need to see your receipt because it's just policy now. We have to scan your receipt. Like, first off, y'all doing too much. I just bought some toilet paper and some condoms. Like, you don't need to scan my receipt for that. Like, it's okay. I don't even want people to know I'm in this bitch, first off. And you doing the most scanning my receipt. Walmart, y'all want some butt for that shit. Y'all need to quit doing that. Niggas is gonna stop... Niggas will never stop fucking with Walmart. Walmart's actually one of the... Bruh, best businesses out there, bro. If they start doing more shit with, like, local stores... So, like, let's say I make pastries... And I don't have... I have, I have a pastry shop, but the rent's too much. I feel like Walmart should be able to provide... You know, more stuff for local businesses, so I could put my pastries in Walmart. You know, shit like that. Do a little deals with people like shit. You know, people like shit. Oh, real nigga. I've been thinking that city girls ever since I got up. Hey, rich ass nigga, give a fuck by me. I'm saying that shit all wrong. Man. I'm rolling up some shake, bro. I'm like the king of shake right now, bro. Like, I don't mind if it's not real nugs. I do not care, but I just need to get butted. Like, it's not an issue. Like, I honestly really don't care. As long as it's TAC in it, like it could for real be like four percent TAC. I'm gonna get high, nigga. Trust, <laughs> hey, trust me. Every hit, nigga. I'm gonna be. Inhaling, breathe, nigga. Get to my lungs. Get to my fucking bloodstream, please. You know, if I could, I promise you, nigga, I would shoot. I would give a TAC shot in my ass and get high from that if I could. <laughs> I would definitely get a TAC shot, bro That shit like a heroin. Hey, I need my fix, baby. <laughs> so, what have you guys been on? I know I haven't posted an episode in about two weeks, almost two weeks. Well, this is about two weeks now, fuck it. But, you no, know, I've been trying to uh, get my first interview out on episode 53. This is episode 54, and this will probably drop before 53, which technically is some bullshit, but hey, man, you gotta do what you do, you know? So,. I will tell you guys about my weekend, what I did this week. So three days ago, me and my nigga Isaac we went hiking up on the Pacific. Oh hold on, the Pacific Crest Trail, which is like a nationally known trail. You can walk. You can. I mean, you can hike from Mexico all the way up to Alaska, Canada, and shit. It's amazing. It's fucking beautiful. Um, I had a great time. We hiked about. Excuse me. On the first day we hiked about over twenty miles and then we camped out, bruh. Camping is fun, but it's for real fun. Like it's cool if it's warm. Being cold has to be the fucking worst thing on earth. Like I'll rather die by fire or drown. Then die by because I'm cold, nigga. It's a wrap, bro. That shit is butt cheeks. And then really, we was out there camping and shit. We had to stop a little bit early. We had to stop at like 4 o'clock to stop hiking to set up camp because, nigga, I'm so happy we did that. There was no way, bro, I was going to be able to just set up my tent in 20-degree weather. Oh, my gosh, but That shit was so crap. My hands was cold. I had to, like, literally, my hands... Like I was so cold, bro. I had to put my hands on my balls. I slept like that. Like I slept with my hands on my nuts, nigga. Like I was playing football, as a, like little league football. Like, bro, it was too much, bro. I can't take the cold like that, bro. I need, I need to go camping in the motherfucking summertime, like. There's no way, bro. Niggas is out there in, in the. Oh, shit. That shit rolled. That shit butt. me get that mouthpiece right. Hold on. I'm going to just double wrap it. All the weed just fell out. God damn. Alright, though. But listen. Alright, y'all. This joint is terrible. And I'm not rerolling this. You got me fucked up. I should've put a filter in it, bro. I'm tripping. I knew I should've put a fucking filter on it. But listen, back to my, uh, hiking store. So, we get up in the morning. Nigga, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, bro. It was so cold at 2 o'clock in the morning that it really woke me up out of my sleep. Like, I couldn't sleep through it anymore. I had this weak-ass fucking Walmart, cheap-ass fucking My shit was so cheap, bro. My my sleeping bag that I dragged that motherfucker the entire way back yesterday. Like, I didn't even put it in my backpack because it's it fucking took up all the mass that I had in my backpack. And I'm like I I just dragged it the entire time yesterday, and I'm talking about twenty something miles. I dragged this weak ass sleeping bag, and um, it made it through. It's still is fucked up, but um, our twenty mile hike back to the car was crazy like my hip still hurts my knee hurts both my knees hurt my feet have blisters on them like and that was just two days of hiking bro like it was great practice we're gonna be out there probably next week but we're hiking the opposite way where it's warmer because nigga, come on now bro. i'm not doing that again 20, bro. it was oh it was under 25 degrees And we slept outside. I didn't know it was going to be that cold. I didn't even bring gloves or nothing. Just double socks. And I'm happy that my weak ass sleeping bag kept me warm. But let me tell you, bro. Our fire was so weak back, it only kept lasting for like an hour. We had to keep... Hold on. We had to keep like... We had to keep fucking starting that bitch with this weak-ass firewood that wasn't even really wood. It was like this fucking dense-ass, bullshit-ass desert plant. Which has a lot of benefits to it, but as firewood is weak as hell. Seen a lot of good shit. Beautiful landscape. Got some crazy pictures. I took a disposable camera. And I'm also just starting to keep a disposable camera around me and a film camera, period, because I don't like that our generation really only has digital shit, like, bro, I have no pictures, bro, from, like, ninth grade to college, like, bro, no one had a camera, I'm not the type of nigga to pull my phone out, because literally, I grew up with niggas doing illegal shit, so you can't have your phone out, like, when you're around drug dealers, you're not just going to record everything, bruh. And all my friends growing up were drug dealers. So, you can't just do that. So, I've never been a nigga put my phone out in a party. take a, Hey, hey girls, take this a picture. None of that shit. But, disposable cameras, I feel like are my new wave real quick. I'm about to just start taking pictures, you know. Trying to document my whole 20s. I'm probably going to do it till I'm like 30. For my 30th birthday and then look at all the pictures. I'm 25 now. This joint's weak. This shake is um tastes like roundup coffee beans. Have y'all ever smoked coffee? What's the strangest thing you guys have ever smoked? Let me tell you right now, bro. When I was 14, we were looking to get high. We smoked everything. I smoked a cigarette that day, trying to get nicotine high. I tried to do everything, bruh. But it was just... But weed is literally the ultimate smoke. Tobacco was crap. I've smoked a straight lavender blunt before, nigga, that shit was extra crap. Bruh, this motherfucker will not stay lit, bruh, I need to put a filter in this bitch on the next one. I'm not trying to have this fucking lighter sound in the fucking podcast all goddamn day. Right, Can anyone light a lighter with their opposite hand? Like, like bro, that shit is hard. Maybe because my hands are cold a little bit, but. So I just want to put this out there, cause you know, you gotta ask the universe for it. Then they're gonna pull it back in for you, okay? So, I'm looking for a political chick, somebody that's really about that action, someone that's really. For the, for the environment, someone that's really for women empowerment, someone that's out here doing her thing, you know, big money moves, getting the bag, you know, really independent, really don't need a nigga, really don't need anybody, but she understands, and she's human, and we gonna get to it. Oh, you know, we're gonna be here on earth, so I might as well do earth shit. I want someone that understands that concept, you know, for real, cause. I don't know if y'all dating the same girls that I'm dating, but they don't be having no mindset that i be like all over. It's like, it's either some bullshit happening with like some drama. It seems like every girl I know be in some drama shit. I have no idea what that feels like. I've never been in drama in my life like that. Bro, this fucking joint is terrible. Should've just took my time and rolled it better with this filter. Listen guys, if you do it right the first time, you ain't gotta redo it. That's a motto that I've been going by. And clearly you see the mistakes. Well, you can't see, but clearly you hear the mistakes bro. I've been lit this motherfucker 15,000 times. God damn, nigga. You gotta hit that bitch like Goku. Shit. What the fuck was I saying? Oh, yeah. I need me a bitch that's political. That understands, nigga. Just understands, period. And that's why, one reason why I feel like I'm jumping into comedy and into this world, bro. of really not giving a fuck anymore. But I give all the fucks. You know? It's like I'm in the middle. And... I've always been able to find, like, the silver lining, the the funny shit in every single thing that's ever happened into my life, bro. I've always seen the humor in it, and now that I'm back on with some content, I'm writing jokes. I'm, like, getting shit ready for if I ever get to do stand-up or get on stage or something like that. There's just a lot that I could talk about. I've been through so much fucking shit in the past. Shit, six months. But the past three years, bro, I moved from to LA. They moved to fucking Costa Rica. And I lived in Houston for a couple months. In between that, bro, I've been around so much funny shit. It's crazy. So trust me, I got like. hours like if i really wanted to but i promise you i could do an hour and 30 minute comedy special like over an hour and it'd be entertaining but i definitely've been paying attention to interviews from comedians like godfrey and, and just a lot of just different type of com- um different type of comedians from More mainstream to more black audiences to more white audiences you know to a people that have a very diverse so i've been paying attention a lot of comedians that i've been seeing they don't really move around the stage that much i haven't really seen like any dancing type of like I don't know, back in when I used to watch, like, um, Eddie Griffin. There's not really, like, an Eddie Griffin type of Cedric the Entertainer young com- comedian out there. And I feel like, bro, that's definitely a lane that I'm ready to try to get. Like, I be on my Cedric and the Entertainer shit because of the way I look at, the way I in- incorporate pop culture into my act. And then as well as with, like, Eddie Griffin... I want to be, like, animated a little bit with my movements and my dances. But show that I can really dance and, like, really kill that shit. Because, you know, Eddie Griffin can really pop-lock. He'll really bust that bitch down. So can Cedric, bro. Cedric can sing a little bit. I promise you, like, Cedric can definitely be in a Disney musical, you know? So, I'm just trying to, you know, find my way. I always been. I used to watch Kings of Comedy. Every day as a little kid. Like, that was the funniest movie to me. That was just hilarious. I used to take their jokes, use them at school, get all the laughs. Like, bro, shit shit is funny. Shit's hilarious. And I have a great perception on it, on humor. And so, I'm trying to spread that shit around LA. Everyone's doing comedy in LA right now. I'm talking about... Everyone is doing comedy in L.A. right now, bro. I'm talking about from Damon, Damon Wayne's, fucking Eddie Murphy's going to get up back on stage this year. Like, they just got all the OGs are just coming out into doing com- into com- and comedy. I think even Seinfeld is start about to start doing comedy again, stand-up. Like, bro, this shit is lit and I'm 25 I have money to fund my own career so I'll be able to pay for anything and and sponsor myself and then I'll be able to sponsor other comedians as well so work my way in and I can really get on stage that's not an issue it's just about the practicing part. It's about really being consistent and getting out there on the stage every day. Like, um I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Um He plays Ashy Larry. <sighs> Lo Ciento, man. I forgot his fucking name, bro. That's on the tip of my tongue, but that's low that's low key kinda of game. Um, so <laughs> I have the money. I'm going to have the money here pretty soon. I'm going to have to be able to get the transportation, to be able to drive from LA and stay in LA um and then come back to the crib in the morning and do that. I could probably easily perform three times, four times a week. You know, and some of them times might be two times in a day, three times in a day. I would do that. Like I would legit want to do more comedy shows as the day went on, like, I do one at 6.55, and then I do one at 7, um, 7.30 at this club, and then I do one at 10.15 at this club, and then I'm done for the day, but I'm definitely trying to get on that schedule, I've been peeping out a lot of comedians just around LA, following them, some under, under 10,000, under 10,000 followers, under, you know, shit like that, so... And they're out there doing the Comedy Store and, you know, Laugh Factory, like Ha Ha House, and all these comedians throughout L.A. And they do about three, four, five shows, bro. Some of them dudes are really doing three, four shows a day. So I definitely have the content for that. I definitely have the jokes and the energy for it, bro. And I can write for niggas. I know for a fact I can write jokes for comedians. If I can write music for artists, I can definitely write jokes for comedians. Easy. But I know for a fact that it's going to come better from me because it's my joke. Always. And I'm handsome. I'm really handsome. So, and my goal is to really just get on an all-female tour. I don't care about no niggas, bruh. I don't care about any male comedians liking me. Like, I really don't. <laughs> like I don't care if any male comedians don't fuck with me. I do not care, bro. I am looking for a female audience. Definitely, you know. I feel like that's just the crowd, you know. That's definitely just the demographic I'm looking for is is women. Because, boy, are they going to buy shit. They will shop till they drop, nigga. That's where the whole thing came from. Like, a chick probably bought too much shit at the mall and couldn't even walk back to her car, to her car bro And she really shopped till she dropped. It's easy. Like, I can see it. i have almost, as a dude, I bought a lot of shit and was like, bro. my sister got double the shit I got, bro She's carrying... You can bro. You can grab like spaghetti strap shirts, every color for under like under fifteen bucks, bro. They got them in some stores for like a dollar ninety seven. One color. You go, bro. I seen a girl. I'm not even joking, bro. In old navy. Grab every color twice. Of a shirt, because it was on the clearance rack, and the shit was like two dollars a shirt, bro. That's the type of over-shopping girls do. That's the type of audience I need for my merch and for my content. is very uplifting for women anyways. Very, I don't really devalue them or talk down on them or act like they're not equal at all. If anything, I kind of like put them up a little bit more, but I don't really play guys at all either. So I'm in the middle with it, and I understand my feminine and my masculine. And, you know, and that comes with understanding the day that we're in. We're in 2019 and niggas' sexuality is definitely, like, it needs to be talked about more. That's all it is. Sex and everything just needs to be talked about more so people can kind of understand what they like a little bit more. But after everyone's quiet, people don't really get to talk about, you get to talk about everything else that you like. But you don't want really to get to talk about, bro. I really like, like, think about if it was for, real. not even kind of, remnant, but if your mom or your dad at like six, at like even 17, you know, 18 years old started talking to you openly about sex, like, how are you doing in the bedroom? Like, simple questions. And you're going to be like, what? How am I doing in the bedroom? I'm smooth, like, but... But ain't nobody gonna teach you better than someone that loves you and wants you to be able to live your best life. Like, your mom will teach you some real OG shit if she, like, come on, she'll teach you some real OG women shit if she was really fucking with you. But a lot of moms out there, bro, ain't trying to, ain't trying to learn about that kid like that, bro. They're not trying to see the sun in the light of this nigga's really out here fucking. You know, my mom was hot. My mom fucking didn't want to see that shit. Like, bro, right? don't don't bring no chick around. Like, <laughs> like I'm not no. So it was just a whole different thing for me. Now we're open. We're twenty five. I want more people to definitely be open about their sexuality, cause you know. It'll help the straight people as well. As is helping the transgender, the gay, the bisexual community, the lesbian community. Like, I was thinking about it but there. They just had this day pass called Coming Out Day. And that's dope. That's like, that's dope that people get to share their story like that. But I feel like people are... Like, I don't want anyone to sound bad but anyway. Like, people downplaying that straight shit. Not even that it's like a thing, but it's like, bro, since we're doing a spectrum, I have the joke, you know, where I want to be down. Um, and I can just say the joke, like, we're going to just get into the joke then. I'm going to try to um, just practice the joke on the bit. Because I'd be talking serious, I don't, and I don't want that to happen on stage either. I just start talking serious like it's a fucking TED talk or something. No, I mean, we don't need to do that. So. LGBTQS. It sounds like it completes it. I promise you the S just sounds like it completes it, man. Like, the I-A-L. Ooh, shit, nigga. Your vows. How you have sometimes, you know? You know? Maybe. Yeah, the S is the sometimes, you know, it's not there all the time, but, you know, if you have a bisexual and a bisexual, that's a, you have a bisexual man and a bisexual woman, that's a straight, you know, that's a straight flush. (laughs) That's a straight flush, for real, like. But you know, if you have that's different from having two straight males and two straight um women. Like you have a straight man and a straight woman. You know, that's different than having two bisexual have sex and but it looks the same but it's not the same. Like I don't know, I feel like it's really something deeper to sex than what people are trying to, like, make it. And the fact that we don't talk about it in society at all, it's one reason why we have pedophilia and these guys and these girls fucking on little kids and things like that because... I don't know, just look around you at the mindset of some of the older people in your life and some of the younger people in your life and... You'll see a similar mindset In a I don't know You'll just see a similar mindset Like stubbornness Not being able to really let shit go Shit like that So it's like You can for real Pinpoint To me I can really see where like a A 31 year old Will fuck with a 16 year old Especially if that nigga's like Not cool Like, we just got to talk about it openly, bro, because there's a lot of 31-year-olds that's not cool, but his perception of women could be totally off-skew, off-wrong. He could have perceptions and, and, oh, well, this and this, because, what, like, 2018, 2017, I have, like, this thing where it will be like, bro, every chick got a nigga, bro. I don't care, like, I'm not talking to any girls, bro, because it seems like every chick, has a boyfriend or is married already and there's enough like dudes in the world where you can do that right and dudes will get married bro that's that's different type of neck married neck is probably different it probably gets worse but listen like at one point, it's probably going to get higher than your her regular boyfriend at one point. Like, she going to really come home and be feeling herself one time like, I'm really married. Like, I'm a married bitch. Like, like, I'm really fucking married. I'm someone's fucking wife. Hold on. I'm about to suck the fucking shit out of my nigga's neck. Like, you're going to get a different type of appreciation for sure. So, that's a different type of neck. And she's probably never necked anybody up like that because she's never been someone's wife. So, that makes perfect sense But we not on that So we gotta gotta talk openly about shit And I feel like I might as well write this sexual education book You know just do some research We got Google You know Go in the depths of the internet Find out a lot of so called facts Biological facts and things like that and just look at society and then put my spin on it because that's all really books are from like professors and shit, or just their take on it, their study on it, and things like that. So, I'm gonna have to just do one of those like case study books. Like, I've studied for years, and I have like for the past like 2015, I got a girlfriend because of. We're going to see what this is about. She literally would not throw me the pussy or unlock this door of intimacy, basically, with me because of the status of what we were. And I knew that, no, that's just bad. She really doesn't fuck with you. That's what exactly the thoughts in my head, were. she really don't fuck with you like that. What she do? Cause she really wants me to ask her, but she's not gonna ask me. And I'm a type of nigga. I'll wait till you ask me, like, before I say anything about us being like together. Cause I don't want to have to include you on my Thanksgiving plans. <laughs> I don't want to have to include you on any any idea that I have or shit like that. So it's a selfish way of thinking. But back then, it's like you have to give your time you have to give yourself up to the now so you can for real start breaking down what you like and what you don't like and in in the physical a little bit more so yeah i might be doing some sexual education out here for the little youngins bro definitely i feel like sexual education should be given Every year in high school, bro. As soon as you hit high school, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year, bro. you got to teach kids a deeper level of something about the mental state of sex or or something, bro. Because how to give a chick an orgasm. Things like that could be definitely taught in a school level. So we just got to get to that because niggas is definitely on some weird shit out here. people's mentality on a relationship is, like, kind of toxic for just human interaction, period. Like, we're going to bump heads if you don't like me talking to women. We going to bump heads every time, bro, about that shit. And it's going to get on your nerves and you're not going to fuck with me. It's going to be to that point, bro, like, just because. It's life, nigga. I'm never gonna not stop talking to women. In my life, nigga, I'm like I don't give a fuck if I was dating. Let's say Angelina Jolie went back in past, went back to the past and then came back as her past self. So I don't know how that would work, but I'm pretty sure it's time travel. So she comes back as like her nineteen Two thousand one. Angelina Jolie, nineteen ninety-seven Angelina Jolie, Like, that was my chick. I still wouldn't stop talking to other women because I'm dating a beautiful flower. Like, what? Like, not even that she... I feel like she's going to, like, be over me soon or something like that. No, it's just... It's not that, like, love evolves, like, bro. Like, we'll get to the point to where it's like, oh, dang. I think I'm going to go over here and be able to do what I need to do. Thank you. And I'll be able to leave and should be able to leave. Equal agreement of letting love expand, you know. That is a piece of your love, basically. Like, if you have a really good relationship with someone like become like a reflection of you some shit like that then you will have a good understanding of when she goes out and let's say she does have sex with another man but you understand you trust her judgment you know she's not a person that really is on that type of just spreading her energy and fucking like that so the guy that she must have had sex with must be cool he must be a good dude. And for him to be getting that love, bro, that love is that good, bro, he's blessed. <laughs> like, that is blessed, bro. Like, there's no reason to hate on my mans or anything like that, but that nigga is, like, he gets to enjoy something that, hey, not every man's gonna ever get to enjoy, bro. It's not gonna happen. Welcome to that club. boy. Welcome to the club. It felt amazing, didn't it? It felt amazing. And you know, you don't have to be around that. Like, I don't have to like... Like, come on. I don't want to seem a chick that I love getting babashed. Like, a nigga thraxing her shit from the back. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But, like, if I'm in Japan for two years on some modeling building a basketball league, like on some awesome just entrepreneurship in the future or whatever that shit is, the concept of the future. If I'm somewhere for two years and I met her in France, I lived in France for a minute, kicked in in France with her, end up moving in, getting a spot, things like that. We still own our spot together because that's a good investment. Boom, bada, bing. She makes money off the Airbnb. I make money off the Airbnb, but she's in Australia. So we have connections through that. We, you know, we used to be used to live together, intimate lovers as well as friends, as well as business partners, as well as someone that I can talk to and confide in. That's the type of relationship. And if she's in Australia, bro, I'm not looking at her every day. I'm not texting her every day. I'm not even fucking calling her unless I need to know some information about some shit or just to talk to her about her day, things like that. But it's on some, I'm never going, my phone is not going to be blowing niggas up. And you live somewhere else, worry about where you live at. That's one of the big things because you have to be in the moment, bro. I'm not there. I'm not going to be there. So forget it. Not even to forget me because I'ma call you, you should answer, or things like that. But if you can't answer, it's fine too. And that's the type. That's my type. Nigga. That's my type, like nigga, like. I'm not seeing her get babashed. And I'm not even hearing about it. Yeah. But because, you know, you just have that connection like bro, you if y'all ever meet up again, you just gonna know. And she gon' know. But it's okay. Because after that y'all come together again, y'all might be better lovers after that because you had this person's love added onto this love. And before they left your love, they wouldn't added another piece of love that was dope. Came back, put that on you, nigga like I'm talking about, brother. It's on some it's on some other shit. And niggas got this toxic like someone getting cheated on. He's your like because you're playing a game. You playing a game, of course you're going to get cheated on, bro. Like Games and rules are going to be broke. Games and rules are going to be broke. It's a wrap. If you think you're going to just find one man that's never going to cheat on you, he will resent the fuck out of you. Niggas going to be like 60 like bro. He'll just he start he'll start appreciating you more as he's gonna die. But that nigga through his fifties and his forties is gonna be like, bro, this bitch took fucking thirty eight years, nigga, in my life, bro. I ain't I ain't fucked no more pussy, nigga, in thirty eight years, bro. I would love to just taste a taste another wine, be like, like, come on now. You're gonna grow, you're gonna expand, your taste buds change. Why doesn't your taste and people change? Like, of course it's gonna change. People just don't have the un- people have to unlock this mental block, bro, just with their sexuality and everything. Like, understand who you are. We just. Period. Like, it's okay. <laughs> Everyone. It just needs to be smooth about shit. Talk about sh- more shit. Keep it popping, man. Man, man. I'm rambling. We was gonna get off of here. Um, I quit on that joint. That shit's crap, bro. Like, mm. Always put a filter on your joints, bro. This is not 1971, bro. Not do that shit. i call them ships hippie joints. Nigga, the ones with no filter. And I'm pretty sure they put filters on their joints too back in the day because come on oh bro I know the smoke sessions back in the 70s is legendary bro just chilling with the music man that's the type of vibes bro I'm trying to recreate not even recreate but just you know make current you know no cell phone just computers like I give you a laptop. <laughs> But like if you see your cell phone, take this laptop, take this MacBook, and you can have it, you know, shit like that. I would love to do some shit.